welcome to episode 335 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. I am Ollie Spake and I'm joining from Dalrawal country. And I am Melissa Ellis and I'm joining from Wurundjeri country. Welcome Mel. How was your volunteer week? It was volunteery. <laughs> I volunteered at juniors. I was a marshal. Lovely, lovely. Hopefully with fine weather too. It was, yeah. We have had some very fine park running weather in the west side of Victoria. So clear skies, no rain, um, not even a puddle. Jemima was high and dry. Yeah, we do love the puddle. I, I like the reports of the puddle. So it's easy to take for granted the lack of rain when it was so noticeable back there before. But uh, nonetheless, I'm sure there'll be puddles there again before too long. There will. And what about your volunteering week, Ollie? Yeah, it was a relatively quiet one. I mean, I, I no surprises here. I was at Shell Harbour Park Run as run director for the week and – Look, it was just a lovely morning. Um, also dry, which is an absolute treat. We've got a nice refurbished path, which is also a treat. And yeah, we had a touch of pink to remember one of our um, parkrun community that we had to sadly bid farewell to a few years ago. So uh, a nice parkrun day though, yeah, nice way to spend it. But um, I mean, <laughs> that's my parkrun day recap, really, Mel. I'm getting a bit ahead of myself here because and we've got a bit coming up in the episode today, this week, today. Not sure what I frame <laughs> that is. <laughs> you do, Ollie. It's a jam-packed episode. We're going to have to whip through everything because we've got emails and we've got roving reports. The office lady is going to bring us a recap of this week at Dazz's. We've mm. got, um, yeah, the roving reports coming from Austria, South Australia and Queensland. And Sarah from the West Side pops in with some national news. So quite a bit. Hence, it was probably quite practical for me to get my recap done. But Mel, I suspect you had a bit more of an adventure away from home. Where did you go? What did you do? I did. Well, turns out this weary adventurer took the easy option and stayed close to home to attend Dixon Field Park Run on the lands of the Jajawarung and Wurundjeri people and add another number two to my pooper scooper challenge. Dixon Field is in the town of Gisborne in the Victorian Macedon Ranges and is approximately 50 kilometres northwest of Melbourne. There is a real growth in the area, with Wikipedia quoting the influx of young professionals, artists and hipsters to the region mm -hmm. who are drawn by the region's natural beauty, proximity to Melbourne and access to the city-style cafes and restaurants. And for the blockheads out there, Gisborne South was chosen as the filming location for the reality television series The Block in 2022. There were 131 parkrunners at the event, which starts and finishes at Dixon Field and travels along Jackson's Creek to the Gisborne Botanic Gardens, where it does two loops before returning. It is a mixed terrain course with maintained grass, concrete, sandy gravel trail and four creek crossings. The autumn colours were stunning, but the fallen autumn leaves also meant having to watch your footing at some points. I will also admit to feeling slightly triggered when I heard the course described as starting with a lap of the oval. That was way too year nine PE class for me. Another great benefit of staying local, apart from reducing my travel times, was the amount of people I knew at the event. There was a modest amount of tourists out to inspect Victoria's newest event, as well as curious local park runners from the surrounding areas of Toolan Creek, Sunbury and Windham Vale. 
Lucy must have been confused by me being home on a Saturday morning as she was unusually excited as I was preparing to leave, so much so that I very nearly brought her with me, even going as far as checking the course page to confirm that dogs were allowed. But then I realised I actually had no idea if she'd be able to complete 5Ks, so I made the decision to leave her at home. Sorry, Lucy girl, we'll start training you up for the distance. Oh, and the course is mostly flat, the weather stayed fine, and I enjoyed brunch afterwards at Jolly Miller with Irene Bomacanti and Cheryl and Mark Smith. Very nice. Well, I look forward to hearing about Lucy's uh, training program and introduction to parkrun, but yeah, it sounds like a nice new course there, Mel. Yes, yes, very good, very fl- and <laughs> nice and flat after the previous few weeks where I've had mm. some undulations. My legs were happy. Yes. Yeah, I have to say, my, my legs are a bit grumpy. I've finally made it back out to the local Saddleback Mountain here, which was my training program for Point to Pinnacle. First time I've been back since that mountain run, and my legs are complaining. So, um, yeah, my, mine are due a flat course for sure. You know what that means? That means you should be doing it more. <laughs> It does. It does. I'm not sure I fully agree with the uh, the idea of launching myself into that right now, but uh, it does mean that. Truth, mm-hmm. yeah. But Ollie, through the week, we were tagged in a post. Now, this post came to us from the running guy, who's also known as Ryan Stoddart, one of the, our fellow adventurers, and his post said, an hour into the Ultra Perth 50 kilometres I was 11 kilometres in and running over the Madagarrat Bridge. On the other side, the 50k runners turn right, but to the left, a park run was starting in 60 seconds. So naturally, I turned left. I couldn't travel all the way to the other side of Australia and not do a park run. Burswood Peninsula Park Run is a multi-lap course that runs along the side of Optus Stadium and through Chevron Parkland. During the briefing, the event director said to beware of ultra runners on the ramp section of the course. They'll be wearing race bibs, to which I lifted my shirt to reveal my hidden race bib and said, like this one. Shocked, she said, you paused your ultra to do a park run. You ultra runners are really crazy. I got a huge cheer from the other park runners, lots of encouragement during the run and many wishing me luck for the rest of the ultra. Proof that the park run community is the greatest. Once park run was completed, I got my barcode scanned and off I went to continue the ultra. Park runs 448, locations 124, WA park runs 1. How's that? <laughs> Way to go. Yeah, well done, Ryan. <laughs> yeah, wow. Quite impressive, too. 448 runs, so. Very much so, yeah. Just as well you didn't pass any others there, Ryan. Pass any, oh, any other park runs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, not not, 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 not the park runners. Yeah, just the temptation for more park runs, but uh, <laughs> timed to perfection, clearly. Yeah, he could have gone over the bridge and done <laughs> Claysbrook, couldn't he? Oh, well. Yeah. Good work. Yes. So, yeah, no, great to hear about that one. And, look, we've also heard news. Someone else who had a bit of a good run last week was our very own E-Man, E-Man Vergara, who was in Singapore for the Sundown Marathon. E-Man came in fifth with a time of three hours and eight minutes. With the catchphrase, we run the night, it became the nation's first night marathon in 2008, and he sent us this from Singapore. Hey guys, we had a fantastic parkrun adventure in Singapore this weekend, having completed our third country parkrun at West Coast Park Parkrun. It's 
A Singapore challenge complete. We had the pleasure of meeting fellow parkrun tourists, Paul and Michaela Curtin from Berwick Springs. It was definitely hot and humid, and we are looking forward to the chilly Toowoomba weather. Regards, Eman, Chris, and Juno. And we did see the photo attached there with Michaela and Paul and Eman. Yeah, that must have been warm. Yeah, uh, that sounds like a really interesting event. There was a few people I know running that event because also local to me, Mark Porritt, a.k.a. Poz. He is a regular volunteer at Junior Park Run. He is also a Victorian event ambassador. He was also over there running in that event. So I had a bit of a look to see if I could find the official race results, but alas, I could not locate them. Well, thank you for trying, but... uh... Yeah, E-Man will keep us honest and, um, yeah, hopefully his legs are getting a rest now. Some people whose legs weren't getting a rest, Mel, another additional day. There was, Ollie. Finland had their additional day this last week, Thursday the 18th, Ascension Day, which is the 40th day after Easter Sunday, known as, Ollie? Hela <laughs> Torstai. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, so I'm going to get in trouble from the in-laws now because I can't say a Finnish word. <laughs> so we had a few adventurers over in Finland on Thursday. We had Heather Morgan at Tampere. Tampere? How do you – yeah? Tampere. Tampere. Yeah. Okay. And we had Stephen and Helen Davis, Chantal Hosking, Nicola Tarrant, Christine Imbert and Bob Harlow at uh, – Toko in Ranta. Thank you. Just checking my pronunciation for Tampere or I'm really going to get in trouble. But, um, yes, uh, Tampere. There we go. Wow, thank you. One of those will be right. <laughs> Stephen and Helen Davies are having a great holiday touring oh. over there, Ollie, and uh, didn't we yes. get a surprise? Yeah, thank you for pointing that one out to me and thank you for sharing, uh, Stephen and Helen. The uh, the girls back home loved the photo of yourselves with uh, none other than the second-place getter from Eurovision, uh, Kairia. I, I, that's my first <laughs> attempt at saying his name, but yes. Um, Otherwise known as the cha-cha-cha guy. That's right, the guy with the green shoulder pads and... Um, one fantastic dance so yeah what a time what a time and and well done to everyone taking part on finland's additional day but mel there's there's still more going on and we have been doing a bit of a dazzers light but we've enlisted a bit of help this week so we can hear a bit from dazzers so should we have a bit of a listen to the office lady Hi there, it's the office lady here from the comfy chair on level two with a view. The bosses have asked me to give you a rundown on some of the comments from Dazza's this week. Dazza acknowledged that last week was volunteer week in Australia and we were so pleased to see the huge number of adventurers who commented to share their volunteering adventures at park runs all over the world. A standout for me was Anne Fry letting us know that she was back RDing after a couple of weeks laid up after her unexpected appendix surgery. The office lady's top pick this week has to be from Dawn Branton, who, along with Path Bomacanti, visited Nambour Parkrun and met Fluffy. Great job on getting some awesome shots, Dawn and Path. Fluffy was the feature shot in Monday's album. Now, we do, of course, love a frond, and there were quite a few passionista fronds at home park runs this week. 
but the standout frond pick in Dazzers was from Picnic Point Parklands Park Run with six adventurers in attendance, the pick of which was shared by both Cherie Martin and Carmel Roll. Thanks, ladies. Congratulations to Caro Voss and Cherie Cottle, who both became Regionaires this week by completing the last of the 15 park runs in the Greater Newcastle region. It was great to see that Chantel Hosking and Christine Imbert met in real life at Tokunranta Park Run in Finland on Finland's bonus park run day last Thursday. Loved your shirts, ladies. A big happy birthday to Heiderdahl Parkrun, who celebrated their sixth birthday on Saturday. Thanks to Johan for sharing a great group shot of lots of the local children who were there to help mark the occasion. Another theme of the Dazza comments was Zoomies. Shoutouts to Renata Koch for her first Zoomie, Patrick Shimitek for an interesting level-armed Zoomie, and Scott Arrell of Scott Airplanes hashtag fame, for a fabulous precision group shot of right arm up zoomies. This was of particular interest to Tok, who asked in Dazzers if zoomies should be left hand up in the Northern Hemisphere. We weren't sure about this, but evidence from Helen Rutter's pics of she and her hubby doing zoomies at the Cindertrack Park Run say yes, left arm up zoomies are possibly accurate when you're on the top half of the world. Considering Helen got a new course PB at the cinder track with her left arm up zoomie, we'd have to assume these reverse zoomies really do work. Now, most weeks, the bosses mention the most popular post in Dazzers. That is, the one with the most like and love reacts. So this week, that was... Oh, well, this is a bit awkward. That was my comment. Luke and I had a rare visit to our closest park run at Picton this week and we were there to help celebrate our lovely friend Vicky finishing her run down under journey, which she did by running and walking 14,080 kilometres in just three years and five months, which was an average of over 11 kilometres every single day. Quite an appropriate week to finish too as Vicky is a phenomenal volunteer, coordinating the volleys at Picton week in, week out. She's a real legend of the Picton community. So that's my wrap-up of Dazzers this week. Maybe if you liked it, the bosses might let me do it again next week. And thank you to the office lady for bringing us the Soldiers 5. Now, Ollie, I did ask Sam to do a Soldiers 5 and she did question whether that was a typo or a... a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you call it when um, autocorrect, autocorrect issue? And I said, no, it's really a thing. And it means a short brief of five points or five minutes as a quick brief on something meant to give the most important points in a quick and succinct manner. For example, Corporal, can you give me a quick Soldier's Five on how this weapon works? Uh. So uh, that's the explanation and that's why I asked Sam to do a Soldier's Five of Dazzers, which she did quite succinctly. That's but, right. Uh, now some others that we want to hear from hopefully a little bit more involved than a Soldiers 5 is our roving reporters so let's have a listen Howdy parkrunners it's Tok from Inverloch and I'm reporting in from Vienna in Austria today we've come along to Donnerau Parkrun 
Parkland, yes. And I'm with today's RD, Michael. Michael, how are you? Thank you, thank you. I'm great, I'm great. It's perfect weather, perfect weather for Parkrun. Um, yeah, real. So it's always sunny in Vienna? It's always sunny in Vienna, yes. <laughs> I mean, the last weeks weren't sunny, um, but today it's perfect spring weather, perfect running weather. It was a perfect Parkrun. Lovely. And how many did you have today, Michael? Uh, we had today, I think it was 97. So um, quite a lot for us today, but uh, we're getting and hitting the hundreds more and more. So very happy about it. Excellent. And I noticed when you called out for tourists, there were tourists once again from all around Europe, Australia, from everywhere. It's obviously a bit of a tourist destination. Definitely, definitely. Vienna, uh, I mean, yeah, Vienna is a tourist destination. So we have a lot of tourists um, from, as you said, you're from Australia, a lot of British, um, Irish, um, but also a lot of Poland. Um, I think we also had somebody somewhere from South Africa, yeah. so, something like that. And it was interesting because in the beginning, I think the majority were tourists, actually. Yeah. <laughs> um, a lot of them British. Uh, and now we're getting like a, a good and I think very healthy mix of locals, but also tourists. Yeah. And that's, I think, what matters. I noticed you had a running club today. I think they might have been a local running club all in their club tops. I think run long or something. Yes, I think I think you're talking about weekly long run. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, yes. It's um, one of the many running clubs in Vienna. I think there's also a scene like rising of running clubs in yep. Vienna, um, and yeah, that's the good thing is uh, it's perfect. It's a perfect combination also with parkrun because they just can come to parkrun and also with the, the running club and uh, yeah, run together. But not only in the club, but without everybody else. And another another European park run for us where we've got to the finish line and there was champagne at the finish line. There was cake at the finish line. One of your park runners obviously having a birthday today. Yes, yes. One, one of our park runners, a uh, volunteer, but also running today, um, uh, had his 40th birthday. And that's actually, um, he, he, he said to me... Uh, or, or no, and, and another finisher said to me, uh, I've been here for the fifth time and four times there was cake and something to drink. <laughs> um, so yeah, we, we love to, to celebrate like really everything, like a birthday or a milestone or an anniversary, or if nothing like that, just being there and, and celebrate life. And, yeah, celebrate, yeah, celebrate life. Okay, so give us a little bit of a description of your park run. Where does it run? Yes, there, uh, sure, sure. Very happy about that. So we are now actually standing uh, close to Donau Park. So it's called Donau Park Park Run. Um, it's, uh, yeah, in Vienna. It's a big park. Uh, it's very nice. That's like three laps. Um, and you, if you know Vienna a bit, then maybe you've seen like Donau Turm. It's the tallest building in Vienna. And you run... Um, towards Turm and then three laps. It's a flat course. You can you can run fast if you want to. Um, but the the beauty is also that everybody can run and walk. And I just had a, a talk um, with with another volunteer today, and she said like, ah, there was this one girl. Uh, she wasn't wasn't able to to walk um, all five uh, k. Like had to stop, and now she can walk uh, the whole 5k. And I think that's the beauty: having fast runners, having runners running regularly, but also having walkers um, just coming here, walking, running with everybody. And yeah, yeah, super and, nice. And Mike, a little bit of your background. I understand your father had a little bit to do with setting a up on our park run. This is true. Yes, it's today actually also our 75th uh, park run, so also a little anniversary. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, and uh, yes, my father um, set up with um, together with Lucas and Ben and also some so many more volunteers, um, Parkrun Indiana. Um, and there's actually a story behind it. Um, I remember we um, we visited um, our sister, so my sister, in um, in Australia, and my father was uh, running there a parkrun, and he said like. There's a parkrun. There's so many people. It's it's super nice. People are coming together every Saturday. We need something like that in Vienna. And so he sat down. I think it was 2015 or something like that. Had this idea, and this idea didn't um, yeah left his mind. And it was a lot of work. Um, but then yeah, more than a year ago we together. So my father um, um, and I was also involved. I think in the serial parkrun already. <laughs> So that the pre preparation, uh, we set a parkrun in in Donut Park, and yeah, we're very happy that that it's here now and and that it's also growing, because yeah. in the beginning we were like I think 30 maybe 40 people, and as you saw today, almost 100 people. Yeah, and a good local contingent too. That yes. was a good lo locals, and once again at the finish line, everyone sat around and we had the birthday and everyone yeah. sung. Yeah. That was really fantastic. That's true. And also the cafe where we're standing here now, it's always somebody um, sits here, joins and talks, have a chat. Yes. And it's so, so lovely to, to, to have so many people from all over the world, um, um, yeah, chatting, experiencing and also getting to know each other. I think it says a lot about the park run when it's half past 11 and we're all still sitting at the cafe still true. talking. <laughs> true, yeah, true. The day's half gone and we're still sitting here and enjoying it. Definitely. And at our table, there was people from Scotland, there was people from Canada, there was people from Australia, people from the UK, and everyone just gets together and we talk about the common things that yeah. we have. Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, Michael, look, it's been lovely to come and do your park run. It's been lovely to visit the city. Um, wish you luck with the park run. Thanks a lot. Thanks, uh, thanks for being here. And yeah, thanks a lot. G'day Parkrun Adventurers, it's PK checking in for another roving report from a new parkrun in South Australia. Uh, it is the Naruma Wetlands Parkrun, which is the second parkrun in Murray Bridge. Well, actually, it's the only parkrun in Murray Bridge at the moment, but we'll find out about that in a minute. They announced a new one, uh, and we thought, well, we need to get our number two, so let us head up here. So it's probably another 20 minutes beyond... Murray Bridge, sorry, Mount Barker, I should say. <laughs> uh, yeah, so about 45, 50 minutes out of Adelaide, depending on where you're leaving from, uh, straight up the freeway, and it is a beautiful, beautiful course. A three-lapper uh, out alongside, um, on a trail, or oh, gravel, I suppose, yeah, gravel, um, alongside some wetlands. Beautiful course. Lots of visitors, lots of legends. Let's go and speak to a few of them. Now I'm with a couple of legends that uh, I've known since early days in Mount Barker and now they're getting out and doing a lot of different ones. I think you've got a new home course. G'day, Scott. How are you, mate? Fantastic. And Charlene, how are you? Hi, great. Thanks. Nice to see you guys out here at Naruma. Uh, actually, I saw Charlene in the mall yesterday. That's in the middle of Adelaide. And we we're just talking about parkrun because that's the first thing that comes to mind when we see each other. And I said, oh, yeah, where, where are you going tomorrow? And you said... The new Murray Bridge The one. new Murray Bridge <laughs> one. And we went, so are we. <laughs> uh, what do you think of the course, Scott? It was brilliant. 
Like it's yeah. a nice flat out and back. And yeah. Three loops and you get to see everyone as you go past. I know, right? Always people to catch. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? That's the thing. I was watching and it's also good because I was trying to work out. I wanted to get try and get top 20. Um, not like you, um, maniacs, um, who are much faster than me. But um, but it's good because you can count the people. I'm like, right, I'm now in position. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, now, Charlene, yesterday you were telling me about numbers. We're doing it because it's our number two. You're doing it because well, well, just, you've already got number two. Well, we've got plenty of number twos, but yeah. it's our statesmanship back of today. Of course. Yeah, congrats. But, yeah, but yeah. we have been working on the Wilson. Well done. Thank yeah, where, where are you at? Tell us uh, about the Wilson. I've got 116 now, but we've got a few weeks to wait on that, wow. or maybe a year. I'm not sure. So does that mean your floating index is 115 or something like yeah, that? Yeah, wow. yeah, yeah. That's, so big, that's crazy. I don't think I've met away. anyone. I'm sure there are some listeners oh. out there that are like, 115? Yeah. Karen, no. Karen Baraglia. Oh, yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Um, okay, MP. So, uh, so what, you've got your eyes on another park runs there that, that are those numbers? Or they, you probably can't in oh, South Australia. Look, I've got a spreadsheet, yeah. and it tells me where to go, when to go. <laughs> <laughs> I thought Scott told you where to go. No, no. no. no I, I tell, I tell him product. where to go. Oh, you tell him yeah. where to go. Sorry, sorry, that's right. <laughs> yeah. um, no, fantastic. Where's your next park run going to be? I think it's actually, we've got a few at Packer Picanthi now oh, because nice. they're in the numbers that we need. Yes. So that's good. And actually, the fact they cancelled today worked well for us. Oh, there you go. <laughs> um, what about um, favourite park runs or just, you know, oh, from memories? Memory I think sake. my favourite is Largs. Yeah. I really like Beautiful. that one for some reason. I'm nice. not sure. But yeah. <laughs> I love it. And Scotty? Um, oh. Not sure, actually. I didn't mind Cooper Petey. That was oh wow. That was an of course. It You're was a nice statesman. And, nice and flat statesman. And, uh, Worth a drive. I love it. Fantastic. Well, congrats and thank you uh, so much for being part of Park Run, part of the community. We love it. (laughs) Good on you guys. Cheers. (laughs) I'm now with Todd, uh, the run director for today and probably one of the EDs here. Yep, ED. The ED. Well done, mate. Oh, ED. That's cool. Well done, mate. Congrats on on Naruma. What a beautiful course. Uh, Happy with how it's going so far? Yeah, very happy with how it's going so far. Number two. um, Number two, yeah. (laughs) Number one was... uh, bit daunting but yeah we got through it um Good stuff. yeah no nah, the track's holding up well to yeah the 60 70 people that we're getting through beautiful so. uh gravel it's a new course i think a new path i think you mentioned yeah new path probably been put in two or three years ago by the yeah. council just to join up the murray kurong trail between long island and stair reserve so right. um so yeah. so you can do it like a long trail then from one yeah one so end. the murray kurong trail starts actually down on the kurong follows all the way through and yeah, yeah. this is just a short section of it brilliant um, towards the end and then you head through the trails at the Top of Murray Bridge from it. Yeah, fantastic stuff, mate. And you've been involved with Parkrun for a while? I've uh, been involved probably two years, 18 months, awesome. two years. So, yeah. yeah. Why did yeah. you get involved in Parkrun? Oh, I, I started off just running, just yeah. got involved with running in Parkrun and, you know, just for general health and, yeah, yeah. you know, Saturday morning run. and Excellent. Uh, yeah, just went through to volunteering. Yeah, beautiful. Natural progression, I think. Excellent. And there's some kids here today. Are they yours? Or, yeah, my yeah. daughters, yep. Yeah, Drag them along. They, I love it, mate. Yeah. And, the, and the beautiful, the best thing about that is that they volunteering becomes second nature for them. Yeah, you know, that's, which is, that's, that's why you kind of show them. Like bring them out here and you yeah. know, try and encourage them to talk to people, like get them, yeah. you know, uh, I don't know. Get them involved with people, I suppose. Like. Oh, absolutely, and we've done that with ours. My daughters are here today; yeah. they just came over the line, um, and we've been doing it for six years, yeah. seven years. I can't remember seven years, maybe. Yeah, and it's the same, you know. It's, and they've grown up doing it, and yeah. it's being National Volunteer Week. It's fantastic to thank our volunteers and yeah. recognise the amazing work that they do because volunteers do rule the world. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you've got some great volunteers here. Um, good, uh, good regulars. Well, you've had some. 
Uh, oh, sorry, just watching some people racing over there. <laughs> yes, Sam. Uh-huh, mate. <laughs> um, yeah, so you, you've got a good uh, community of volunteers? Yeah, good community of volunteers. Got a good base of regulars. We've got some uh, visitors coming through. A lot of visitors actually that want to, oh, you know, um, for the first few events. Yeah. The first eight events already filled up with, well, Vo- probably 20, 30% volunteers from Vol- other, other places. As we call them, volunteers. Volunteers. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I'm going to have to use that. Use that one, mate. Yeah, Thanks yeah. to the volunteers that are here volunteers, today. Yeah. Um, good stuff, mate. Well, we're going to go and find a coffee somewhere. Thank you so much for everything that you do for Parkrun and uh, for uh, helping, you know, helping us uh, come and enjoy this beautiful part of the world. No worries. Thanks Good for coming, Thanks, Todd. Cheers. Cheers, mate. Well, there you have it. I am going to go and find a coffee somewhere um, as uh, my crew have just come over the line, which is awesome. Um, yeah, come and do Naruma Wetlands Park Run. If you are trying to get your statesmanship in South Australia, you will need to come and do it. Uh, it is also a good one to come and do if you have done Murray Bridge Park Run and it is currently cancelled. And so you can get something on the 5K app. I can't remember what it's called. One of the listeners out there is going to be yelling at me right now going, it's called something, something. something it's called one that I've done before, but it's now cancelled. It's probably not that. That's not the exact words. But anyway, you'll know, you'll know what I mean. Look it up. It is one of those ones that you can definitely do. If you've done Murray Bridge, it's cancelled. You can now do Naruma and you can tick that off your challenge. Anyway, this is PK signing off uh, for another roving report. Thanks to everybody who makes Parkrun possible. You're all legends. Good morning, Parkrun adventurers. It is Lyndall here checking in again. Now, today I am on the traditional lands of the Yagara and Agarapal peoples. I'm out at Springfield at Rebel Domain Park Run. Now, I'm not this roving, roving report light again today because Tracy and Atutu was here not long after the launch of this event, but I could not resist trying to make a connection with an old friend. Now, Rebel Domain Park Run is the relocated Augustine Heights Park Run. And many moons ago, when I visited Augustine Heights, I uncovered the story of a mystery lawnmower man. Now, it's been a few years. I didn't know whether I'd be able to find the mystery lawnmower man, but I did. Here he is. His name's Simon. Simon, tell me the story about the mystery lawnmower man. Oh, well, Augustine Heights, in the early days, the top part of the turnaround there, the park was never sort of mowed. And, of course, you know, the morning when the dew and it was wet and one thing other, I didn't like my shoes wet. Mind you, I'm not a fast runner, but... Uh, so I used to mow some lawns for my family and other people that I shouldn't have. But anyway, so going past there, I used to just uh, do the top part of the park run for, for yeah, quite a while till someone found found out about it but uh, it was all good it suited me to do it I enjoyed it and everyone had dry feet so that was the start of the story it was good yeah and I understand that the the, the run directors used to show up every Saturday and go oh the, the lawn's been mowed oh, and down the bottom yeah and, and around the start thing too and <laughs> start finish when it was long there yeah so uh, yeah the, the contractors were long long between the mows up there but it was good it worked out really well and it was several years before they uncovered <coughs> you as the mystery lawnmower man well it was a long time before they did too it was around that time my uh, my son decided that I shouldn't be doing all these things for other of other of his siblings and um, other things like that so I had to he t- confiscate all my mowers so then I <laughs> if I wanted to mow I could go and borrow one but he wouldn't know where I was going so anyway <laughs> everything sort of came to a you know sort of nearly a finish at the same time then Augustine Heights sort of finished around that oh not long yes. after that anyway so but it was great fun in the meantime anyway I, I really enjoyed doing it it was you know part of your you know, community service things you do as a volunteer just think of all those volunteer credits you could have got as an other 
role um, if you hadn't have been a mystery. Well, that's true, that's true. <laughs> but I mean, my volunteer credits roll around pretty quickly anyway, so I, I didn't need to do it for that. No, it's good. Just, just yeah, more community service, I guess, whatever else, and helping everybody else. That's no, good. It's good. hundred percent. It's brilliant. Now, Robel Domain. This is a beautifully manicured spot. You'd probably get arrested if you turned up with your lawnmower here. Probably, yes. I made my own mark on the start and finish here, so I might try it one day. I don't know. I'll see. Now, again, now this podcast is a podcast for Parkland Adventurers. You're a bit of an adventurer yourself. Yes, yes. Can you tell me what's a highlight for you in the adventuring that you've done, Simon? Oh, I don't know. Um... Maybe breakfast after, I guess. <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I sort of um, bark running now with, with uh, I saw my grandson, and of course he's doing other things now. And I, another family that he was running with, I still they sort of drag me out every week, which is really good. But um, yeah, we go sort of yeah, quite a few different places at least, sort of once a month or whatever. Yep. I mean, yeah, like just recently with you know to Wynnum and then Dolby and all, all over the place. So it's, it's been fantastic. Yeah, yeah that's good. So you've been to Dolby. Yes. There's a D there. Am I sensing a theme? Are you chasing or are you an alphabeteer? Well, I'm an alphabeteer, but I was telling someone the other day that park runs free and it's cheap, but it's not because I've got to go all the way to Geelong to get east, east for Eastern Gardens and, um, and then go to Gels to get, pick off my J, but then mine's got a Tassie when you're there. So um, <laughs> park, run, park run isn't cheap. No, it's great fun. It's great fun so, yes, yep. to take it all off. But yes, yes, it takes, takes a while, but it's been, been a great adventure yeah. going everywhere. And you went to Western Springs recently when you were in New Zealand. Yes, I went to Western Springs to do my 200. Um, I saved it up to do there. I had family there. So I, I was going to the Cornwall Park, which is my favourite and, and what, favourite place to go. And so, no, no, you need to go to Western Springs to, cut, to, to take off your west. So that was good there. So it was, it was great. Yes, there was a lot of tourists there, a lot of tourists, but it was good. Great to, yes. to do something else, yes. Brilliant. Now, is there anything else that you would like the Parkrun adventurers to know about adventuring or your home parkrun here at Robel Domain? Well, my home parkrun actually is White Rock, just just uh, further over. So I come here occasionally just to just to better my time each week because because I can. Yeah. Um, but no, just just yeah, go out and enjoy them all everywhere. Everyone's run exactly the same but different, um, and, and it's good. Yeah, you, know, you meet other people doing the same thing around the place. It's really good, actually. Yeah, really good. Fantastic. Yeah, you do meet people. I recognised you on the start line and I couldn't place it. And I've solved the mystery of the lawnmower man. Thank you again, Simon, for your service. And um, hopefully I'll see you again at a park run. Yes, great. Yeah, yes, do them all. Do them as many as you can. It's all good. Tick them off the list. Doesn't matter whether, yeah, once you've got the alphabet done, there's plenty to tick off the list. And all, all the games to play too. I mean, the other week we had to go to Inverell, of course, to tick off the eye for uh, McDonald's farm. So yeah, all, all the things. <laughs> it's great. Great. All good. Keep up the good work. Awesome. Thanks, Simon. Thank you very much to our intrepid bunch of roving reporters uh, to talk to PK and to Lyndall. Certainly a lot going on, Mel. Absolutely. Even more going on in our email inbox, Ollie, because uh, it was overflowing this week, as mentioned earlier on. Now, we had a message from Johan. Now, Johan was out to help us prove our case that a number of parkrun adventurers could be called a swather. As mentioned, a parkrun adventurer is a person who loves to travel to different parkruns. Parkrun is a free weekly time 5K run that takes place in over 20 countries around the world and is a great way to get exercise, meet new people and explore new places. Parkrun adventurers are a large group of people who are united by a common interest. They are all passionate about running 
travelling and meeting new people. They are also a very active group of people. They are always looking for new park runs to run and they are always willing to help out at their local park run. The word swather can be used to describe a large group of like-minded people. It is a word that suggests movement, momentum and power. Parkrun adventurers are a perfect example of a swather. They are a large group of people who are united by a common interest and they are always moving around in their pursuit of running, travelling and meeting new people. Here are some examples of how the word swather could be used to describe parkrun adventurers. A swather of parkrun adventurers gathered at the start line ready to take on the 5k course. The swather of parkrun adventurers cheered as they crossed the finish line. The swather of parkrun adventurers travelled to different countries to experience different parkruns. So there you go, Ollie. There's more compelling evidence. It's mounting. Look, I, um, I'm not the one that needs convincing, <laughs> but beautifully framed there. Uh, so thank you, Johan, for your note of support. I do believe that in order for us to get the new meaning of the word swather, because it is actually a word already, but That's for correct. its new intent and purpose um, to be added to the dictionary, it just has to be used widely. Yes. And, I mean, we've we've got a platform, so, you know, we can make this happen. Widely, asterisk. Uh, in a broad range of professionally written and edited materials over an extended <laughs> period of time. But we're working on that too. <laughs> Thank you to those that are keeping us honest and uh, to those that are supporting us. But, Mel, you did mention we had a swather of emails, so I will continue. Uh, Stephen and Jen uh, got in touch with us with a photo of a 300 cake and the, um, the weather in Bathurst, negative 2.6. But they did say, hello, Mel, Ollie, and all the wonderful adventurers. Jen and I are back as RDs at our home park run of Bathurst for a marvellous couple of events already. Yesterday was our 300th event here in Bathurst, and cake and goodwill was shared all around despite the sunny but cold weather. To cap it off, my youngest son, Joshua, at just 16 last month, ran his 250th park run, covering 26 locations and notably 70 volunteers, the trials and tribulations of being the son of an ED. He also topped it off with a 40-second PB going under 20 minutes for the very first time. I am a very proud dad who can no longer keep up with his kids. Welcome back, Ollie. Both yours and Mel's punish entries are both noted and highlighted. Looking forward to seeing you both, plus the swather <laughs> of over a dozen and increasing adventurers now entered both at Parkrun and The Punish. We've just heard there is a work trip to Queensland in July, so our first step is to extend a day or so either side and find the local parkruns. Isn't that standard? Take care, Stephen and Jen. This email came in pretty quickly after I pressed um, send on my Punish registration last night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh, by the way, Ollie, I meant to tell you, I've signed up for The Punish. Woohoo! Nice work, Mel. Your legs will appreciate that. I got my $5 discount. Oh, yes. Yep. Good work. Just in time for the early bird. Correct. Yeah. Now, we also heard Ollie from Russ Johnson in the continuing saga of, well, it's not really a saga, the continuing story of his mm. coronation-related challenges. Anyway, yes. he said, hi, Mel and Ollie. Last week, my Royal Frame Train arrived at Queen's Domain. On Saturday, I rode the Royal Train to Prince Philip Island Park Run to register 100 volunteering credits. 
250 global locations ran and 100 volley credits done. Is this called a Norman Frame double? Regards, Russ Johnson, A815695. Now, it's a good try, Russ, <laughs> but uh, no, you've done a plain old frame plus achieved a V100, but well done. Yes. Well done. Absolutely. I shouldn't joke, a plain old frame, but uh, it's quite a good achievement and one that uh, not that many Australians have achieved. Oh, that's right. That's right. I, I love the love the challenge. <laughs> So, uh, yeah, keep it up, Russ. And for context, yeah, I note that Russ did reference Norman That's right. when he said a Norman frame. So a boring Norman is 250 runs and 100 different events, and a super Norman is 500 runs and 250 different events, and both those are named, of course, after our friend at With Me Now, Danny Norman. That's right. I'm a long way off that. <laughs> Obviously, not on the uh, not on the agenda. But um, yeah, there's some some good ones out there. But Mel, I'm just looking at our notes, and we've got a bit of an update. You did mention this in the what's coming up, and uh, yeah, I suppose it, it's time for a bit of sharing on what's been going on around the parkrun world. Thanks to Sarah from the West Side. So, shall we hand over to Sarah? Hi, Parkrun Adventurers. It's Sarah here from the West Side, checking into the Channel 5 news crew. Not for a parkrun today, actually from my office, without a view. Um, I'm recapping some of the points of discussions from a night that I attended over the weekend. It was hosted by Parkrun Head Office. It was called the Insights and Q&A session as the Parkrun Head Office headed over to the West Side. So we had two events held in Perth, Currambine, north of Perth on the Friday night, and then Auburn Grove on the Saturday night. In attendance, we had Renee Gimbert, the Managing Director, Jenny Buzak, apologies if I've got that wrong, Event Support Manager. We had Thea Brown, the Communications Officer, Nikki McCarthy-Hicks, the Volunteer Regional Ambassador, and Glenn Turner, the Communications and Health and Wellbeing Manager. So going forward with Parkrun for the next five years, they are looking at breaking Parkrun worldwide down into the four areas and growing each of them. So the first one being the Asia-Pacific, the APAC, the Americas, the UK and EMEA, which encompasses Africa, the Middle East and Asia. So currently the UK actually have 50% of participants with Parkrun per week. They also have 50% of the events. So the goal would actually be that the UK would represent 25% of the world's events and 25% of the participation rates. So the goal for our region in the APAC would be to grow the Asia-Pacific region, in particular New Zealand and Japan. So watch this space. Um, it was brought up in the discussion that currently there have been a few issues with landowner rights, particularly in Malaysia, which is actually preventing some events that are currently or had currently started. Um, Parkrun um, are looking to work with the owners, however, are looking at alternative courses for the Malaysian events, as it appears that the landowners who are causing those issues actually have quite a bit of parkruns that sit on their areas. There was an issue concerned with parkrun and particularly, I guess, us in terms of adventuring and the carbon footprint. However, 5%, 5% we're so unique, are actually people who adventure to different parkruns and travel, whereas 95% and statistics show that the 95% of people just go to their local parkrun and to their local community each and every single week without much variance of location. 
Post-COVID numbers, it was asked about, and it's a really positive sign that they are now back up to around the 68,000 per week in Australia, which is great to see that most states and territory levels are back to their pre-COVID levels, um, if not surpassing the attendance, which is really positive to hear. There was a chat about the apps. Now, the Challenger app, particularly the 5K app and the Running Achievement app. It was mentioned about these and the importance of them. Now, they know Parkrun HQ acknowledge that people actually really love these apps and it gets people participating in Parkrun, so they are supportive of them. They're often not supportive of the way that the data is obtained from Parkrun. And there was the the floating of the idea in terms of if some of these challenges put too much pressure on local teams. For example, recently over in the UK, we had Nelson 777 attracted 777 people, ironically, and their numbers blew out. So I guess Parkrun are tracking these events and if numbers are blowing out and they are not supportive of the teams, they will be looking at specific challenges and I guess asking them um, to remove specific challenges if it comes to that in Australia. At this point in time, that is not a problem, but that is something that Parkrun are actually watching. It was discussed about the change in terms of dogs on harnesses. This is mostly due to incidents that have been reported online and most of the incidents, overwhelmingly most of them actually were dogs on harnesses as opposed to short leads and they did acknowledge that most of these were in the UK. As Parkrun is one rule for all, they've said that because it's in the UK it will also be the rule in Australia. Currently, they mentioned about the junior park runs. They said that they are currently on hold in Australia at the moment as they need to refine things and determine how they are going to be, I guess, manageable going forward as they want. And again, they're not lowering standards in any state and territory depending on jurisdictional um, laws. They will just be looking at um, making sure that they have sustainable rules for all. For example, the Northern Territory has a $200 fee for working with children and that's not fair to volunteers to actually do that. So watch this space. They're very keen to expand the junior events. However, they know that they need to just work on a little bit of the legislation at the moment. Um, For all of the RDs and event directors out there, please keep logging incidents. Even if you think that it is quite small, they said they are tracking this quite a lot and this is often how changes are made or if things stay the same. So please watch that. They also did say that they, and I don't know if I mentioned it, but I'm going to do a very quick recap, but they did mention, yeah, growing Japan as well. Um, So I think, Mr Peel, you need to get your passport ready if you wish to um, attend some new events. As I said, Australia will still be getting new events, but they're really pushing for those international events in our region. And in terms of new events in Victoria, really pleasing to hear that the government is now starting to back some of the parkruns. So they had a deal, the Victorian government had a deal or a partnership with Parkrun to create 20 new events in strategically located communities over two years. So really great to hear that they've now got the funding. It's just establishing the team as previously it was in reverse. That is Sarah, over and out, very quick recap of the insights. I hope that you have learned something from that. Over and out. And thank you, Sarah. We appreciate you being our correspondent with your ear to the ground, picking up all the new information coming out of WA, but relevant to the whole region, Ollie. Yeah, very much so. And look, it's particularly exciting for those in our neck of the woods, probably a bit further afield than those in Australia, but it will be great to see yeah, more park runs in more places. 
especially for uh, us little group of adventurers. Especially in Victoria. Good news for us. Woohoo! <laughs> yeah, well, uh, as I've noted in the Consolidated Club report recently, uh, it sounds like you could do with a few more park runs. Oh, ha, ha, ha. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Well, you just, you know, jealousy's a curse. <laughs> and, uh, you know, uh, what is it? Um, imitation is the highest form of flattery. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is that my lead into the Consolidator Club report, Ollie? That, that would be your lead. Okay, <laughs> let's change the subject. The uh, Consolidator Club report for Saturday, the 20th of May 2023, of a total of 427 members, 335 took part on this date at 172 locations. There were two, 200, no, there were 22 events in the UK. <laughs> Four in the USA, two in South Africa, two in Italy, and Singapore, Austria, Poland, Germany, Finland, Norway, and Japan had one. Locally, we had adventurers at 37 events in the greatest state, 32 in New South Wales, 31 in Queensland, nine in South Australia, WA and ACT, and the North Island had seven. There was two in Tassie and one in the Northern Tree. Um, South Island was missing this week, so I'm not quite sure where mm, our daily shop were. Were they both volunteering in Volunteer Week? Well, our Volunteer Week, but in honour, perhaps, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but we got a match, Mel. A match. We got a match. What are you t- – please tell me. Episode 335, <gasps> and we had 335 parkruns. I've been waiting for that to happen. Oh, that's fabulous. We did. So, yeah, thank you, everyone. Um, you've made my night. <laughs> <laughs> and on the front front ollie there were a front of there was even a front of six at two events picnic mm. point parklands and san remo both in australia mm-hmm. so sherry martin ian and Catherine green street barbara luther belinda taylor and carmen roll all at picnic point parklands and Buzz Dayton, Susan Frederick and Dexter Roddick, Sally Gutierrez, Richard, all at San Remo, being passionistas. Now, I want to give a special shout-out to our UK front of four at Phillips Park with Pippa White, Christine Imbert, Cass Castleton and Karen Hurrell. That was a big front for the UK, but congratulations right. to Cass because he completed his 500th run and 250th unique event. So that's a super Norman. Super Norman. Done it in style. Congratulations, Cass. Absolutely. Certainly a lot of park running. And um, I guess with all of that recapping that we've done, it's, it's time to look forward, Mel. We do have another exciting week coming up next week. It is National Reconciliation Week next week, so... We'll obviously have to celebrate that. But uh, as for your parkrun plans, do you have parkrun plans? I do. I am going to be somewhere in South Australia, a yet-to-be-determined location. Okay. But I have a flight, a very early flight on Friday, so I'll have the whole day to explore and figure out what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Very nice. And what about you? A few options there for you. As for me, I will be somewhere in New South Wales. I'll be somewhere in Sydney. Uh, Kathy and I are heading up to Vivid, which is the annual lights show up in Sydney and uh, walking around looking at the lights the night before. So yet to work out whether that means I will make it out to a new event, which is a bit of a drive out of the city, 
or if it's a return to one of the handy inner city events. Well, you know what you do, Ollie? You check all their event numbers, see if you've got mm. any missing Wilsons to fill in. Don't think we've got any 11s close to the CBD, <laughs> but that's all right. <laughs> oh. Yeah, well, you know, fill in the high numbers. It'll, yeah, it'll that's come right. to fruition at some point in time. The long game. I always remember that time I came up and did the Sydney longest run. You mm. gave me a lift back to the airport. Vivid was on that weekend. Yes. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because we were driving across um, across the bridge. Yep, I do yep. remember that. Hmm. That was a hilly one, wasn't it? Yeah. Mm. Do not recommend. <laughs> And I think last week when we spoke about the longest run on that subject, I was a little uncertain as to the plans for Sydney's own longest run. It has subsequently been confirmed Sunday the 11th of June, which is the long weekend here. Excellent. Falling in line with Melbourne. That's right. Yeah, falling in line with Melbourne, offering up the double if there is indeed the, uh, what is it, the um, Sydney to South Coast option later in the month. But I think as promised, we'll have to do a recap of those longest runs. What do you think, next week? Oh, sounds good to me. All right, let's do it. Mm-hmm. But, Mel. Is that I it? think that's uh, that's it. Yeah. That's it. All right. Well, as always, everybody contact us via Facebook or our email, which is parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. That's it for another week. We'll see you all next week for more adventures. I'm here with Dave. Dave, how are you enjoying UWA Parkrun? Yeah, it's a, it's a very nice course. One of my favourites in Perth uh, for the scenery. It's the second time we've done it. Um, being Perth locals, we like to adventure around as much as we can with the available parkruns. And, and yeah, this is uh, definitely one of the best. Absolutely. So, top three parkruns in WA. Go. Shelley is my favourite. Uh, it is pretty. It's pretty flat, easy fast. Uh, Vibra Lake is good fun. Oh yeah, great playground. Very good playground, yeah. Uh, It's going to be tough. Uh, I would say, I think, again for the scenery, Rockingham. Oh, Rockingham. Along the ocean. Very nice at Rockingham, isn't it? Yes. I'm spotting a theme. (laughs) Bit of river, a bit of river, you like the water? Yep, absolutely, yeah. I like, uh, it, it always motivates me. I always like, uh, I feel like I do better if I see a swan. I haven't seen a swan yet today, but uh, 
How about peacocks? Have you seen the peacocks? Uh, not yet here. No, we have a couple at our home run at Averley. Uh, so that's always nice to look out for them. Uh, Lucy, my baby in the pram, has a song to draw the peacocks out. Um, oh, really? Yes. Brilliant. I don't know how successful it is, but yeah. I'll definitely see the peacocks before we leave here. Fantastic. Well, thanks for the chat, Dave. And uh, I'll catch you around at Palm. I look forward to it. Thank you.